So do you still get stage fright? Is that still a thing? Um, it's not stage fright so much as it's um, it's performance fright. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like you know I'm like I'm like a singer. Uh, singer, you know what I mean. I I have. <laughs> I don't to, know like, what that means. What does that well, mean? I I don't really. I feel like even if I perform well, I feel like my my voice is like the the rock star of the yeah. evening. You know, I, for me anyway. And if I and if it's like not, I like it to be fun to sing too. And sometimes it's work. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, it's like uh, it's very physical. You know what I mean. Sometimes you just like. I mean, you have to be. You know, and sometimes, and you have to sound good even when you're not on. You know what I mean? Like you have to sound. Like, like, again, it's work. Sometimes you're right in it, and it's really fun. And other times, it's like tough. Well, it's not like another um, instrument in that, like the rest of the band can't carry you when <laughs> you can't yeah. sing particularly well. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just like you're sometimes you don't know what happens. You know, anything could happen. You yeah. know, like you, it was too cold. The air conditioning was too much. This was too that. You know, <laughs> it's like one of those things. And you get up on stage, and you're like, oh. You know, usually it's there, but like I, I still stress about, you know, it not possibly being there. And I, I'm always like, uh, I feel like I'm always at a certain level, but like I really notice the difference in how people react when I'm that extra yeah. two or three percent. And I like to do that. So is that, I mean, is that the thing that's going through your head is like how my voice is going to sound tonight? Yeah, mostly because I like to be able to do whatever the yeah. hell I want to do. You know, that's the that's the thing. It's just like it's like I want to have all my um, my entire arsenal at my command, and that's what I you know like n- people n- most people wouldn't notice, but I will notice it, and I don't you know I want to be able to do every single nuance that I want. So that's sometimes I you know I haven't and I was also it's also that the beacon is like yeah. a a huge deal to me. Like as far as like it's a place where I love to go see artists. You know, I've seen some big artists there, and. uh it's my first time playing, so yeah, it was like I wanted it to be, and I, I also wanted it to be really great because I wanted it to be great for me because it's enjoyable. Like I played Carnegie Hall one time for this um, Paul Simon benefit, and um, I just truly wanted to enjoy the experience of singing there because it's yeah. like a, you know, it's a singer's room. D- d- does d- does Brian Ferry or or Paul Simon does that change the equation? Does that is there more pressure when you're performing with somebody like that? Um. Yeah, I didn't perform with Paul Simon. It was just a tribute to him, but it was oh, okay. some really big. I mean, Hart, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hart was there, like yeah. some bigger people, but um. Uh. But yeah. Uh, yes and no. No, I don't really care. I will open up. I'll open up for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Or with anybody in the room, but it definitely, you know, I mean, the worst I ever had stage fright was, I had to like, I had to go on and sing, at at the Songwriters Hall of Fame. I had to go on and sing. This land is your land, and do a version of it with like take six or something like that. That was gonna like change the key, like modulate into another mm-hmm. key, and then come back. And I was just with me and my ukulele singing the song, and I had to go on after Stevie Nicks and um, <laughs> after Stevie Nicks sang the Rose as a tribute uh-huh. to Bette Midler, who was also on stage with her. So like yeah. things like that. Yes, it's scary. Like yeah. Is it? Is it one of the situations where like because because I, I mean you. Any one of those things would have been insane. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> like, obviously, you know, not, not performing with a band, but not only not performing with a band, but performing with a ukulele. Yeah. Where it's like, I you mean, know. in that case, it is just your voice, really. Yeah, totally. Um, 
I mean, having been through something like that, is that what has helped you address <laughs> the kind of the potential nerves that you've been through, like yeah, the craziest exactly. scenario? You have to get a hold of it. Like I didn't really, I had never gotten nerves until like the way I got them until like I did my first uh, TV appearance. Like, yeah. I was when I was on Jimmy Kimmel for the first time. I, I was like, oh my god, yeah. And then I was like, wow, I've never gotten stage fright. It's before. a strange thing too, because I've, I've I've experienced that as well. I mean, I've experienced that in, you know, going do, doing like a like an interview, you know, with like two other people in the room and yeah. the camera. But just the knowledge, yeah. like the knowledge that that somehow the stakes are higher, because like you know, doing a late night show. I mean, it's a smaller crowd than the Beacon Theater. Yeah, yeah, but it lives forever on you know, and people see it. Yeah. But I don't know. I think you have to like. It, it, I think you just get used to the different levels of um, potential stage fright. Like if you've never done it before, like I had never done TV before. Yeah. And so like that one was the first one. I I actually messed up a chord and it was like really traumatic. And then I did David Letterman, and I was like, if I don't get this one right, then everyone's gonna think I'm gonna, I choke every time I do TV. So then I was even more nervous. And literally. Probably nobody in the world noticed. Nah, <laughs> yeah, you're, I mean, yeah. No, like nobody, nobody, Not many people. But the people that yeah. did notice, I was like, ah, oh, jays. Yeah. But then, uh, but then Letterman went fine, and that's that's where you like, you know, cut your teeth, I guess, because like once one goes right, you're like, yeah, it's cool, I can do it. How did the Brian Ferry thing come about? Uh, my agent, you know, yeah. I think they um, they got like, you know, the pitch of like who, like what kind of thing they were looking for. Yeah. And. Uh, and they hit it right on the head, to be honest, because I feel like having seen them now a couple times um, play right after, it, it's really, really good setup. So, so I mean, nicely. what, um, you know, when somebody's like looking for a, an act and, and your name is there, I mean, what do you, what do you think they're looking for? <laughs> you know, what do you, what do you think it is? What, what, like, what, what space um, do you fill? Whistling, ukulele playing, okay. lesbian, who will, uh, yeah, yeah. So you've really Through got that crowds market. You got that market cornered. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they're looking for, you know? Just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. If I knew that, it's like writing a hit song. If I knew yeah. exactly how to write a hit song, I would just I wouldn't be here right now. I'd be out writing hit songs every day. Do you ever feel like well, do you ever feel like you've like figured out the the secret formula when it comes to something for like that? Songs? For a hit song, yeah. I mean, um, you know, you've you I know, think you're I've, doing a good job. No, at it. I mean, yeah, I figured out the, um, I figured out the good song thing, like you know, yeah. and then I think that you know, like I, I'm like pretty confident that uh, it's not, like I, I know what to leave out now that you know, I know what to pick out of the hmm. crowd. It seems more and more, but yeah, no, hit song is a whole different yeah. animal. As, but as far as like making it more accessible, making it less challengeable, ch- challenging. I mean, what what um, you know what 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 have you what have you uh, what have you hammered out? I don't know. I just feel like I have a better grasp of like a melody that will stick. Yeah, you know, and uh, and particularly like lyrics that um, that cut that I feel like are not are you know not throw away. Mm-hmm. You know, and that. Um, can be um succinct enough to succinct enough and universal and i feel like for my own self like when i write particularly for me i feel like i try to throw in the proper amount of unique to my experience things so Mm -hmm. that it's like to me it 
rings more of of an artist's flavor than you know of a you know my particular brand of person. Yeah. Do you, do you? I mean, when when are you writing with somebody in mind? I mean, or do you end up just kind of shopping these things around and somebody picks up a song? Most of the time, it's like someone just picks up a song. But yeah. like you know, I mean, the the Rihanna song that I had was a, in particular. You know, it was a writing camp for Rihanna, and you know, it was. What is a writing camp? <laughs> what is that a writing entail? camp is when you know a lot of writers all get together and just write a ton of songs yeah. for an artist to see if you know to pitch to them to see what's up. Are you actually like you're, are you actually in the same room? Yeah, sometimes they have they have camps that are like you know just like out in Santa Monica for yeah. the day or you know um sometimes they make a whole event of it. They go out to like, you know, a beautiful location or something like that and everybody hangs out for like a week and so it literally is a it, it, it is a writing yeah. camp. Yeah, and that's I mean, that's got to be an interesting experience. Or yeah. you, do you actually do you end up like is it competitive? Do you end up socializing with the other campers? Um, sometimes, yeah, and usually everybody like people not usually, but sometimes people switch around and like you yeah. know, but yeah, it does get pretty uh, competitive. I think I think like when uh, like you know when they do them for like Beyonce and stuff like that. I feel like. They get pretty competitive. Do you I get to like? Do you get to like meet a Rihanna or Beyonce? I mean, no, you, no? not usually. Okay. Not usually. It's just it's interesting to me that they would like feel like they want to put you all in the same place. Well, they get like you know they just get the best the best uh, idea people in yeah. the, you know together and see you know I mean hit song is a is a big business sure you know, especially for a big artist you know. Yeah. What is um? I mean, as far as far as when you're when you're sitting down and writing a song for yourself or or somebody else, I mean, is is the is the beginning of the process generally the same? Um, no, I mean, when I write for myself, it's usually we sit with like guitars or the uke or something like that, you know, and get a vibe like that, and you know, and sometimes it's like you know, one of the guys I work with will have a piano riff or something like that. Mm-hmm. But usually when I write for other artists, I usually just rely on the track of the producer. Like, I don't usually, you know, they they sometimes pick my songs that I wrote how I write for myself. But, mm-hmm. like, when I just go in to write for someone, I usually, um, yeah, I, it's usually a whole writing to a track that a producer got. So, so I mean, it's pretty clear when you sit down what... Yeah, I go in and I, uh, what what they call that is top line. Mm. You know, when I top line something, it's just like I write lyrics and and yeah. uh, and melody. You can, you can be as like elementary. I know nothing about this world. So yeah, lyrics and melody are the, what are what top line is. Yeah. You know, and you, so you end up doing generally one or the other in in a case like that. I mean, they present you with. A I piece do of the both. Puzzle. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes I do just one. So do you have to? Um, I mean, do you have to make a? concerted effort when it comes time to like write for yourself i mean do you have to like sit do you have to no, kind of kind isolate of like yourself i know yeah it's almost like um <laughs> it sounds very elementary <laughs> but like it's like being myself you know what i mean it's like <laughs> i know like you know like i don't go and see like beyonce in concert and then start dressing like beyonce you know what i mean i cut i dress like myself when i get (laughs) like i don't know you know like it doesn't it's cool like i i don't have to it it becomes that way in my you know the way i see it you know but but i guess i mean from the standpoint of like you know is it it, it's clear that today is going to be a a writing day or 
you're kind of out, you know, at the grocery store and then you Oh, I don't know. I just collect stuff, you know. Yeah. And and I'm very I can really um kind of uh I can do it like I can just like sit down. In fact, I like it like that. Like I like to sit down and write and like almost like it's a day. I'm in the studio, yeah. we're writing. I have my ideas flowing and uh and you know, just shit like that. It's it's it's, sort, it's almost like because I you know I've I uh, have a similar thing. Obviously, like writing the way that I write is very different. But um, you know, I had I had a period over the past year where I was doing freelan- freelancing. I found that like thank you. I, I found that I was just completely unable to get any work done like at home. You know, yeah. I, if I like, if I woke up, if I didn't, you know, didn't like take a shower, if I didn't go through some kind of yeah. ritual or routine. Yeah, I have to do treat it like it's an assignment or it's like a school or something like that, you know, because otherwise I just won't do shit. You know, yeah. what I mean, I don't really do, I don't do my best work when I just stay home and do stuff, you know. And I like, uh, I collect my best shit when I'm living like on the edge, you know, when I'm like going out and like hanging out and. Just being a maniac. What is living? What is living on the edge in Dale? Uh, you know, just like doing whatever I want, whenever I want. Yeah. Like you know, just like sure. Yeah. It's a pretty good way to. Yeah, that's when the best ideas come for me. You know, like I don't like. Uh, that's my playground. Yeah. Kind of. Are you? So you're uh, you're in LA now? Is that right? You moved to LA. I am. Yeah. And you're you're from out here. I am. W- did, yeah. were, was it just like a? It's funny, like the last the, the 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 band that I talked to last week, like they just moved out to LA. What, like, like a month ago or something? And they did the the rock star thing. Oh yeah, well you know, like what happened was is that I was going back and forth for a while, because um, I was like, I had signed you know my first major label deal, and I was like in that system for about three years, hmm. and I was like I like back and forth writing constantly and doing stuff, and then then I got and then you know because I was doing so many sessions I started getting like you know I started getting like hooked in with a lot of different people and then I got a and then when I stopped doing when I I got dropped like the second time and I was like uh, you know I just was like I signed a publishing deal like a writer deal yeah I started writing for other people but I was like you know I don't know how it is right now but I still don't think that there's as much writing here as there is in LA I know there's not yeah I mean you know it might be some but I was just like, I was like, I have to keep going out there. So then I got a, um, I got an apartment, and that didn't go over too well with like <laughs> my girlfriend here, like getting an apartment on the other side yeah, of the country. Cause yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's like I thought it would work out, like we would like have time, but like I just got so into like the writing scene out there that I just kept staying yeah. out there more. And then you know it didn't work out with you know my significant other, and then I just moved out there because I just and and things started to happen too so I feel like you know you go where the work is sometimes you know well I mean it's, it, I, I guess it's surprising from the standpoint that you know I, I, I would think that it would be something that you could, especially like these days that you could just do anywhere right that you yeah. could just write anywhere why, why do you why do you have to be out there I don't know you know I think that just um, I like the vibe out there mm. like I feel the muse pretty strong out there you're getting the Laurel Canyon thing happening <laughs> yeah exactly I just felt it in the air more you know yeah. I was getting like some you know rocking some living on the edge some some stuff out there <laughs> living on the edge you know <laughs> women wine yeah, song yeah. etc so I was like you know I was digging it and yeah. I just like 
you know, I mean, the weather. Have you been out there? I'm from out there. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. So I did the, I did the yeah, other Yeah, you way. did the opposite. I think everybody should live in New York at some point. Yeah. But um, I think I never, ever thought about living out there. Like, literally never even occurred to me. And I was like, uh, I going out there, I was like, wow. Well, I keep having this conversation because I've known you in the past, like, two years probably i'd say probably about 15 of my friends have moved out there yeah i mean there's just like this mass migration yeah. to california and it's the same like save for the people who are actually from there it's i have the same conversation over and over again which everybody thinks they're gonna hate it you hear yeah. a lot of bad shit about la oh yeah because well, new yorkers yeah love to like you know vilify it in yeah. a way you know and and i think that like in both cities, it's very important to be and seem cool, but in different ways. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So I think that the um, the New York the New York is like kind of like the um, older, cooler brother or something like that. Sometimes that's always like kind of holding sure. it over the you know the other guy's head that like you know he's cooler and whatever. What's well, I mean the whole like the whole New York thing is like. You know, if you leave, you you failed in some way, right? If you leave, it's because like you couldn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, I just feel like it's a. Uh, you know, I think that. You know, um, it became it, but I think as things keep going, you know, New York can only hold so many people. You yeah. Know? And it's just gonna bust at the seams at some point, and you know, even now. There's like, you know, there's not a lot of artists in Manhattan at this point, you know, and there's all kinds of changes, you know. I mean, and the world is getting much smaller in every way. So when when you um you know, you said that you said the writings out there and I mean, what is that it, it, is it helpful to be in the place where the labels are and and where the producers are? Yeah, I mean, you know, the more producers, the more studios, just the more work. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, um, songwriting is a numbers game, in my opinion. You know, it's a mm. uh, the more songs you write, the more songs. You know, like you get out there, and yeah. the more chances you have to win. It's like a, uh, it's just makes sense. It's like, uh, and you know, again, there's like if. If you write a hit song, you have to write another one. So, you got you know, there's no there's no rest for the weary. You just got to keep going. I I get you know I've got this again like this like this kind of like writing music for popular artists is is complete. I I know nothing of this world, and I still have this very you know like Tin Pan Alley <laughs> picture of like yeah. two people like going into a studio and like sitting in the front of the piano yeah. and playing it for an artist or something. What is yeah. the what's the process That's like? Cute. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. I like that. It's a uh, you know, basically, it's it is like there's two people yeah. writing a song, two or three people, sometimes f- fucking way too many people in a mm-hmm. room writing songs, but um, and I think that there's always this like possibility in the song, and again, it's a massive gamble. You know, I've had songs on the table for people for a long time. Yeah. You know, I've even had like, you know, I've had like, you know, people in my publishing company call up and be like I've been crying all day about this song I wrote like this literally happened to me and that song still has not been cut you know and and like I would say at least 20 people have been like that fucking song you know and and that's like a, a, I have a like maybe 20 of those kind of hmm. songs and then you never know and then like and then I have a song that's like 
that I wrote. I wrote this song for a fucking Pepsi commercial one time, and it's been synced like ten times. Yeah, and I've like made a ton of money from it. You know, like, and I would have never, ever, ever thought that I, it would do anything. I keep, I keep having this conversation with with people. It's really funny of the um, when somebody compliments something you did and you don't feel like it's the best thing that you did. Yeah. You kind of like you take offense to it, oh, you know, yeah. or you like you get you get like combative and and tell them yeah. like that's not the oh, right thing to like. That's the worst part. I, would, I hate that that scenario. But you know, and then and that's the thing that that's part of like I think like you know, not you have to be. <sighs> It's like it's like just like self acceptance. It's like if you don't like your nose or you don't like, you know, whatever, anything about yourself or your hair or your, you know, your body or whatever the hell you don't like about yourself, you know, you are hey Chris, you gotta like you know you gotta at some point or another just for your own sanity and well being you just have to be like, I'm proud of my goddamn yeah. whatever it is. <laughs> are you I mean is it easier to kind of like if you're writing it for somebody else with with something else in mind is it easier to to kind of take that step back and to be a little more you know objective about it than you would if it was something that you were making for yourself and something that was somehow deeply personal oh you mean a song for another person yeah yeah and you know I mean it sounds like I, I, I guess the question is sort of you know when you're talking about uh, a song that you you wrote and that didn't get picked up I mean is it, is it heartbreaking just because you know you spent time working on something or is it or, or do you see something really good in that song and you I can see something good in the song I mean now I sometimes I it bums me out because like it'll be like uh, you know oh man the chorus of that song is really great yeah. You know, I should do something else with the other parts. Yeah. But my experience, that usually doesn't happen because most of my songs that really do something are are done in, you know. One go. One or two days, you know, and and it all comes and I don't, I haven't done like a massive rewrite, you know. But I'm trying to like, but, you know, I have a couple examples of things that I've changed. So I'm like trying to like. You know, like even now, I have a few songs that I might be doing on my uh, full-length record that comes out in a few months, and I, you know, there's a couple of songs that like have so much potential that are on the deck. You know, that are like I'm like, I just have to, I have to sing that part different. I have to, I have to not do that post-chorus because it sounds too much like Miley Cyrus. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like shit like that yeah. where I'm like sculpting more. Yeah. You know, and that's like interesting. You know. Is it just is it is it really just you? Or are you able? Do you have? Is there anybody in your life you can actually like bounce ideas off? Oh, of? I always bounce. I have collaborators. I'm a collaborator. Yeah. I, I'm like you know, if a tree falls in the forest, I have no idea it fell. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just like I have no idea. Do you think it fell? Did you hear it? Was it good? <laughs> Did it sound good? It sounded good, right? I liked it. You know that's how I am. <laughs> so it's not like the, it's not like the, if one person are, is around, did it make a sound? It's like are there a couple people around to like co- well, yeah, collaborate? You, know, you, that you, it you is get to learn like you know like I have a guy that um, I collaborate with that like sometimes doesn't have to do anything at all in a song that we write. Like it feels like I feel like I do a good great deal of it, but him smiling at me about, uh, hmm. at certain points yeah. in the process, I'm like. Oh, you like that? You know what I mean? It's like making love. You yeah. like you like that? I'll do more of that. You know? <laughs> well, that's sort of like again. That's kind of like that. Like the cool, like the cool, like sibling of like, you know, that there are. I mean, there are always going to be certain people in, in in your life that like you know that if you've impressed that person, that like you're 
clearly on the right path. Yeah, like they're not like they're not telling you just so they can yeah, yeah, yeah. smile at you and you're smiling. You know, some people are, you know, people pleasers and so and you know, some people, uh, most you know, a lot of people aren't. So I think like you know, you get to trust people and they get to trust you and and they also know when to like you know let you do your thing and when to challenge you and all that stuff. You know. Has has the process of of writing for other people in um in in a sense in this kind of like machine this like record label this like pop pop hit machine I mean has that has that made you a better songwriter I think so I think it's made me also just as an artist and you know as a person more have more empathy and tolerance and acceptance of yeah. like that it's not as you know it's not as you know, I'm bad or the, the song's bad or whatever, you know, I've seen all levels of talent and beauty go by the wayside and go go the distance. Yeah. So it's like one of those things you like, you know, like, and I can see it. it, it it's sad to me because I can also see sometimes, not always, you know, I'm not like all-knowing, all-seeing, but like when I see a business person that I can tell literally by being in their presence for five minutes with them, with the artist, like, you know, an A&R guy or somebody like that or a producer or, a, or a, you know, whatever. I'm like, I just like, oh, no. Yeah. This person, because, like, you know, there's people that um, make it more about them and their um, their ego and their agenda on the business end than, like, getting a really great song and artist out there in a timely and and... Um, accurate way, and I mean it's not, and it sounds like you've been through the, the ringer a few times, right? I mean, you yeah, all, you, you did yeah, the- and you know, and but at the same time, I like yeah, I've been through it, but you know, I've had six record deals. This is my sixth record deal. Yeah. I've had three indie deals and three major label deals, and I don't know anybody else who's ever even had that <laughs> many bites of the apple. So I honestly, you know, uh, can't complain. And you know, I've been making a living in music for. A minute and yeah. uh, I'm good, but I it's like I know too much. <laughs> and success, you know, and success is such a weird thing. and not enough at the same time. That's yeah, just, that's the weird part. Yeah, well, just from the standpoint of like you know, I would say that probably from where most people sit, I mean, you've you've been successful in your career, but we we have these ideas when you, when we go into something, particularly something creative. Um, you know, we use other instances of success and if and if we don't achieve yeah. success in that same way it kind of feels like failure yeah, and uh, and you know when you're um an entertainment person it's all really like it's really right out there you know i could be in a room full of fucking lawyers and i don't like you know they could all be like you know one guy makes like you know four hundred thousand dollars a yeah. year and one guy makes you know four million dollars yeah. a year and i you know if they both have a halfway decent suit on i can't tell a fucking yeah. difference you know, and I just know they're lawyers, you know. So, but in, you know, in entertainment, a lot of people, you know, that if they've heard of you or if they've seen your face, then, yeah, you know, you made it, you know. But there's plenty, I mean, when I first started touring and I, and I, and I went to, like, and I saw bands that I had never heard of and never seen, like, playing to, like, 6,000 people at a festival, so I was like, really? Yeah. Wow, there's a whole world out there that you don't, you know, like there's all these like big bands that like people, people, not everybody's heard of or whatever, you know, and it's, 
it's cool. It kept me in the game. That kind of thing it was really nice. It's yeah. it's 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 like exciting, and it's also can it also can be like soul shattering at the same time. Yeah, like I had it's a gamble. Thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I'm not a gambler. Like if I have a hundred dollars, <laughs> I yeah. keep my hundred dollars. I have no desire. You know, I've been to Vegas so many times. I've never even played a slot machine unless someone puts money in my hand and goes. And does it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't, I have no desire, but like, my entire fucking life is on like red 25 at the roulette table. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I'm like, but it's, but it's yeah. not though, because you get, because you get like, I mean, you know, Let's you're, do it. but, 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 you know, it's, you 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 figured out other paths, right? I mean, yeah. like, you, you know, you're, you're doing the songwriting for other people. Yeah. So it's not like, it, yeah, but it's that's not, like, not it, like oh hey anybody could do that. No, no, you know? no. I mean, it's from the same like, point of like, it's not like you know like oh if you yeah know, diversified. If, yeah, sure. exactly. Like yeah. And, and like you know, God forbid, but it's not like oh if this album doesn't go like platinum that you're fucked or something. It's like right. you'll well, you'll that, you'll yeah, be okay that's and you'll survive. Taking the pressure off, yeah, for sure. But like you know, I mean, it's it's like the same. It's still you know you have to understand. I also come from like a family of like lawyers and doctors, so yeah. it's not like you know. It's like that's what the kind of like things that were instilled in me was like school and school and then work and money. Like, you know. was, was that a was the uh, was the the mom and dad and be a rock star conversation? Was that a tough one? I didn't really have that one because what happened basically is that my mom passed away when I was a teenager. Mm. So I kind of just made that decision myself because she yeah. sang and I just was like, you know what? I don't like school that much. Yeah. You know, I don't think I'm gonna do that. You know, and my brother, my brother's a brain surgeon, so he literally. liked it literally. <laughs> so he liked it, and that's you know. Yeah. Um, but that's how his mind works, you know. So I just kind of, I had no idea what I was doing, and I just kind of like went from scratch, you know. And I learned a lot, and I'm glad I did. Like, you know, I mean, I'm really, I'm truly. You know, I wouldn't call myself content because I'm always like, kind of like, you know, striving for, you yeah. know, more, uh, you know, artistically for just more. But um, I'm really glad I, I'm doing what I'm doing. For sure. What were the What were the first steps? And was it was it coffee shops? Was it that kind of basically? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like, and it was a lot of like I think, you know, discovering what kind of music that was like the mm. hardest part I think for me because I have a. I can sound like a lot of things, like, you know, I could go that blues mama thing, you know, like, and go there. I can do the, like, the, you know, the little pop star voice kind of vibe. I can do, you know, uh, the big, uh, I don't know, I think I just took, and I like all those things. Like, you know, I grew up on, basically, my mom playing opera and show tunes, Mm. you know, but that's not really my vibe as a person, you know. But I love all that shit. You know what I mean. I, will and there, watch, I mean, there's like some projection you know. in there. There, there there's yeah. clearly some some lessons learned. From yeah, that. like I watch Hello Dolly. Like yeah. you know, again, I watch it right now. I watch West Side Story. I watch you know whatever. Um, you know, Les Misérables. I, li- I like I like that kind of stuff. I just uh, I, you know, but I I like rock and roll so much that I just like you know I've got both in there. I think you know, and I and it that was a that was the biggest deal to me, like fine tuning my particular thing. Cause I wanted, yeah. I don't think I realized it, but like, you know, I, I think I just couldn't like, I couldn't do what someone wanted me to do, you know, as far as I, that's why I've gotten, I've gotten all these deals because, uh, 
people see something and then they want to make me do it a certain way hmm. and you know like they see something in you well yeah they just see like they see what i can do vocally i think you know yeah. what i mean oh shit and um they just kind of like you know i don't know she just, just broke her sunglasses yeah i just broke my like eight <laughs> trillion dollar sunglasses that my friend gave me um but uh yeah i just uh you know they see like uh and it, the funny part is that I, what I've noticed is they always see, like, they see this and they're like, oh, my God, this yeah. could be this. How can we they shape this see, into that? Yeah, they never see, like, how about we just go bloop? Yeah. How about we just go bloop, bloop? Yeah. <laughs> they never see the steps, you know? And I I just think there's, like, steps to, like, you know, because there's many artists, like we were just talking about, that um, I love the level of their, you know, their thing. You know, and and there there are tons of like, you know, artists that are my friends that love where I'm at. You know what I mean? That would like you know kill to be with my <laughs> yeah, no, my little thing. That's you know exactly. And yeah. it's and it's always like that. You know. Yeah. Um. And I don't. I think, I think, that's for the suits to do. Like to, to like you know hypothesize and fantasize about how you could be Adele. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I can't think like I don't think like that. You know what I mean? I think, you know. Do I want to listen to this song a million times? Does anybody else want to listen to this song a million times? That's what I. That's what I'm trying to achieve. But were I mean, were you always like that? I mean, particularly like you know, like take take me through kind of the first time where you signed a major label contract. I mean, you were you more willing then to do? Yeah, I was what willing to ex- experiment. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and I also thought I was going to. You know, I think you have all these fantasies about like you know. I what I really hoped. And this does happen for some people, but it didn't happen in my experience. You know, they put someone with a with a producer that's yeah. just right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that that to me, um, is like what a major's job is more to take an artist that they see has potential, no like kind of and I think they do try to do that, but it gets it it goes eight hundred shades of wrong because half the time the person deciding what direction that person should go is doing it for like all the wrong reasons you know it's like you know it's like having a bad stylist at a photo shoot or you know a bad stylist dress you for the the grammys you know or the but if you do but if you're i mean if you're the kind of person who doesn't have any kind of creative inclination the the thing that makes the most sense and i suspect this is the way you'd certainly know better than i would but i suspect this is the way with a lot of people who are in executive positions that um they're just looking to re- repeat success, right? I mean, they they, they saw something work well in the past. That's what you have to like look out for, yeah. you know. Um, and that and that's the thing. Sometimes you don't even know that you're in that you're dealing with that mindset in a person. You know what I mean? Like, you know, people are are like covert and have covert angles and goals and all this stuff mm-hmm. and. And they see, you know, that's what I think a lot of very young artists that get signed to like major label deals, like get go by the wayside because they are not even able to, they don't even know. And they're just kind of looking, you know, and there's the extra added um, kind of thing of like, they want to, they want to make it and they're willing to like, kind of like they get a taste of like being like getting courted and getting, you know, it's a very heady experience to like, you know, get a a major label deal you know what I mean I remember you know like when I saw like you know 
bands like get a deal you were just like you know when you're like a teenager and you see like some band getting a deal or you read about them or i even saw them like in new york i remember you know some band they were just like these are like really good looking dudes and they got their record deal and they just like walked around soho with like mm-hmm. champagne and they were like stoked and they were girls everywhere like, and we they did were, it like, it's over we yeah, won yeah exactly <laughs> and it was just like and you know i that nothing ever happened you yeah. know what i mean and i saw that scenario like about 10 times before I was even signed myself. Yeah. And, you know, and I always, I mean, I, I got it spoiled for me from the get-go where it's like, getting a deal is just the beginning. Yeah. After that, it's like a million things. To, you got to like, a million other hoops you got to jump through. And to be honest with you, that is the goddamn truth. But that's what I think like drew me to like songwriting even as a career is just because to me, the nuts and bolts of everything, every single artist I think that is a big deal even if they don't write the songs themselves, it came down to songs. Hmm. You know, even if you say, you know, uh, you know, and I don't, I, I like Britney Spears. I'm gonna, you know, be honest. I like her. Like, I like the tone of her voice. Like, I that. She didn't write songs, but like, you know, you know her for these songs. Yeah. That's why people loved it. You know, she was a really good performer and all that stuff. But I, but like anybody, you know, you think about like why people are loved and beloved, and why, you know, it's songs. There's nothing else in an artist. I mean, yeah, there's artists, you know, but they they still sing songs, and those songs are the things that are remembered and loved, and 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 that's what people get attached to, in in my opinion. When uh, when did you sign the first major label? How old were you? At that it was point? 2006. So okay. I don't go into that. Okay. Yeah, it was 2000. But it wasn't. I mean, like, I'm just, I'm just, I guess, I'm asking because you know, it's you you were able to you know kind of work through some of that and figure out. Who who you were and what you wanted to sound like early on because it's easy to see like if if you had gotten super lucky and if if somebody had come along at an early stage yeah. then like you probably oh, yeah. would never figured that out. Well, I think that I also like you know I was um, you know I was torn also because you know I was singing my indie songs and they were good, but again like it's like I am a vocalist and 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 as a vocalist and as a good vocalist you know. I'm in that category of people that get glommed onto hmm. for that reason too, because there's a an a agenda to like, you know, have a a really big good voice, sing a really big good song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So and like sometimes, you know, a vocalist that's, you know, whatever, a writer or whatever, but a a a real vocalist that people can like, you know, that are like holy shit that person's got a really good voice they want to like you know they've got other people that want to get songs you know i've been like you know diane warren was gonna write a song for me i was like i don't know know, i'm not really comfortable with that kind of thing you know what i mean of working with somebody else's song yeah like i wanted to write for me i knew that that wasn't really my path so you know like basically but it would be i mean it would be interesting though to just sort of try that that. i will i will i would but I thought it was like not where I wanted to go to come out with a song first like that, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like that's something that I think I would be open to doing more so, you know, now or even later, you know what I mean? But like I uh you know, I have a, a vision and a and a and a story and a you know I'm trying to do my own unique thing and yeah, I just like it's like a game, you know. It's like that's what I I'm looking to do. Yeah, you know, I I don't uh, 
I don't want someone doing it for me. Yeah, but part of, you know, part of, like, yeah. growing, yeah, exactly, yeah. and part of, like, growing is is trying different yeah. things. Oh, definitely. I just, like, you know, is I kind of, like, I wanted to do it myself first. I wanted to, like, yeah. you know, I want to get in the ring with my own shit, you know? Prove that you can do, like, every piece of I it. I guess so, yeah. yeah. I mean, just also because I want, uh, like I said, I got a story, you yeah. know what I mean? And I don't need someone telling I'll tell somebody else's story I will do that I you know I have but I don't like I you know does does any of that does, when when you're writing lyrics for somebody else does any of that personal story end up coming out or, or is it or do you have to like do you have to like hold yeah. on to that for your own no all the time I mean I sometimes feel bad because I'm like wow I just fucking spooged all over that yeah. person's life <laughs> Like that's my my story. Sorry. Uh. So it's it's it sounds like it sounds like the most recent it sounds like the most recent Warner deal is is different, right? I mean, you're are you you're kind of doing things on your own? Oh, no, I'm with Vagrant. Oh, you're with Vagrant. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. so there, you were with Warner. I was with Warner. Okay, so that yeah. that didn't quite that didn't pan out as expected. Well, you know, I mean, I put two records out on them. Yeah. You know, um, like I said, like uh, the climate changed over there, and yeah. uh, I'm you know lucky as fuck to be out of that deal. Yeah, you know, but um, yeah, I, I definitely love. I'm at Vagrant now. Is there is there still like even now is there still that much more support when you're working with a, a major label or have the have has it kind of leveled out? Know, a you know, bit? I think that like t- my personal opinion is that um, for me, I need a label to stay out of it as long as possible yeah. and then do what they're supposed to freaking do. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's like I think it's like. Uh, you know, two hands on sometimes, and again, it's like it could. It's sometimes starts out for the right reasons, and then it morphs into, you know, the wrong shit. So, so the ideal situation is like you hand them the football after you're finished recording. Yeah, I mean that's what a lot of people are doing now. I think a lot of people are more so into, you know, they get their record together, they make it as great as they think they can, and then they get the deal and and the the hopefully the promise and the actual execution of getting it out there you know cuz otherwise it's like anything else you know like it's like if you th- if you put on some fucking clothes and you think you look good then walk out the door <laughs> guaranteed if you ask one of your friends or your parent or uh, your lover like half the time they're going to go I like the red one and you're like really okay then you put the red one on and then maybe you know you don't get the fucking or you don't leave the house, or you don't because you're like you're, you're you're talking yeah. about what clothes you're gonna wear. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. exactly. I think it's just like one of those kind of uh, yeah. You know, you don't ask if you don't want to. No. But but it's I mean it's you know you're uh, what what what's the what's the longest gap you've had in between records of your of your own? Jeez, oh, I mean. Seven years. Seven years. Yeah. What 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 happened in there? Well, I spent three years on a major label, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of wrote a shit a ton while. of songs. Yeah, no yeah. no record came out. Yeah. And then um, another uh, three and a half. It was basically six and a half years, but another three and a half years um, that I wrote for two years for other people, mm-hmm. and then uh, I got signed on my own, and then. Uh, yeah, I guess something came out then. I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to think when it. Yeah. Yeah, actually, no. Like, w- yeah, 
I put out a record in 2004, and then I spent some time um, touring. It was like an indie situation. Then I got signed in 2006, and I 2006-2009, I was on Island Def Jam and Universal, and then I did a publishing deal, and then I wrote songs for other people until like 2011. Then I put out yeah. my stuff. But, you, but you're never, I mean, it sounds like, Maybe touring aside, that there's never a period in there where you're not writing. No, and that's the thing. You know what happens is, it's like you know, I got like a really big advance for both my major label deals, and then I got a decent advance uh, for my publishing deal. And uh, actually, the same. It was all like it was like boom, 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 and I was like living really well and feeling really good. But I was like, shit, I got to actually like you know make money off songs. These yeah. are all advances. So <laughs> I've got to like, earn a yeah. living at some point. <laughs> yeah. So for like six years, I felt like I was yeah. like basically you know just living off advances, and then I started you know getting cuts and stuff, and then I got you know then I got my Warner Brothers deal, and then I put out some records, and I started touring, you know, and uh, yeah. But that but that period when when you're you know, if, even for like a, like a couple of years, like really focus on doing stuff for other people. I mean, does it does it really start feeling like work at that point? Is it does it do you lose yeah, some of the enjoyment? Yeah, it's a job. You know, yeah. I think uh, you know when I when I started writing just for other people, I actually felt really great, and I didn't miss doing my own shit at all. I honestly didn't. I didn't miss playing. I didn't miss any of it. Hmm. I was actually surprised. Yeah. But then I, you know, I just uh, it was almost like I, you know. I just went into for a couple of years. I just was storing up and not, and I just felt like I was uh, writing for other people. Kind of opened up some stuff hmm. for me. Like I just like wanted to talk about other things again, you know. And now, like I'm really glad that I I'm doing my own thing too because I think I would have missed. Because you know, I like to, I don't have to. Um, edit myself I, I don't have to edit myself uh, lyrically or vocally I don't have to sing something lower because someone yeah. can hit a note you know what I mean I don't have to sing something sweeter because someone doesn't want to be a big fucking dyke you know <laughs> I don't know it's it, it's a, it kind of like <laughs> it, it kind of surprises me like well I'm like it doesn't surprise me that um, maybe you didn't miss writing for yourself when you were you know when you were writing for other people because like you were kind of scratching some of that itch in a sense but like performing is so different and that that surprises me a little bit that when you're out of that for a while that you didn't miss like me too. getting up on stage I gotta be honest with you I was very surprised I was like you know, I I mean, I think that's like what happened when I started sleeping around. You know, it's like I missed the after drama a, of after being a long on relationship. You yeah, mean, yeah or, exactly. Yeah, I was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, well, sure. you know, I was like, yeah, like you know, the performing, the lack of performing, you know, um, reared its adorable head as me sleeping around with people. It was great. Well, you're saying you're saying that those two things like happened. At the same time, or is that was, is that an analogy? Or my, <laughs> no, that's where my boredom went. I was like, I'm bored. Oh, okay. So you, I didn't know why I was bored. I was just like, oh, I'm just bored. I was just like, I was like, I, I can't tell if she's making an analogy to sex or if she's saying that like that. That's actually yeah. No, like, I just started yeah. like I think I started like you know, just being a little like yeah. you know, wilder in my sure. actual life. But I just like yeah, I didn't I didn't miss it. But like when I went back to, it, I remember like what happened is like I went back to it when I started when I was in LA and people were like really responding I was just playing one song a week or something at like a, like a, hmm. not, it wasn't open mic it was like a kind of like you know karaoke with a live band yeah. you know like and we would all hang out and drink and whatever and uh, you know I'd do one song and um, I'd like you know nail it and have yeah. a really good time and, and like and that's where, like people started coming to see me each hmm. week 
you know, because I was just enjoying it and performing. They were like, kind of like, wow, you really can perform. I was like, yeah, that's what I kind of like. I didn't say it, but I was like, that's what I've, you know, yeah, done. You know, it's like something I like to do. I, I enjoy like communing with a crowd over a song. Like I like to sing a song to people. I like connect to it. I connect to them. I feel like I feel like it's something I am good at like doing. You know, so and it has nothing, and that's like another level of what I like to do. Besides, I feel like I'm a writer, I'm a singer, and a perf- and a performer. Yeah, and I like all the aspects of them. You know, and uh, I don't know, that's it. It's nice. I mean, it's nice that those things work together. It's not like uh, you know, I yeah. really like playing, you know, baseball and <laughs> gardening and yeah. you know, ma- making cheese or something. It's yeah, like exactly. This, 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 those exactly. Things don't necessarily work. Together. I was like, I like all these yeah. things, you know, and I and I enjoy like you know, like when I like meet people after a show, or whatever. I like enjoy it. I don't. I'm not like, hey, this is helping. You know, I mean, I feel yeah. like, you know, when someone like comes up to me after a show and they wait in a fucking line. To see me perform, I mean, to to say hi to me, I'm like, you know, that's clearly, you know, people just don't do that if they to make you happy. They can just slink off into the night. They don't need to do yeah. that, you know. So it's my pleasure to meet them and, and just be like, you know, say thank you and just be like, you know, whatever. But, I'll, but I'll I sign like... your forehead. <laughs> I'm down. Foreheads, come on. <laughs> Don't put that in there. No one's ever asked me to sign their forehead. Um, but, but like, I know, I know, uh, I know that I'm happiest at, at work. I guess, you know, life generally, but ha- happiest at work when, like, I'm doing as many different things as possible. Yeah. And it sounds like you've, you've carved out a nice little career from yourself that you're able to do that. Yeah. That you're able no, to, like, is, you're right. It's, like, good to do, like, in, within, they even, like, you know, they recommend that as, like, a happy yeah. um, work kind of um, uh, quality to have is to like, you know, do different things, like enjoy different aspects of it. And that's, you know, that's another reason why, you know, I didn't want to get into the whole like just singing or just, you know, whatever. I just like, I like, I like all the aspects of it and I enjoy them and I think there's a time and a place for them all. And I, you know, like you said, I'm very lucky to have gotten the opportunity to, do them all at a decent level right now, you know. You you, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Brittany before, and and I'm I'm kind of wondering like if I mean I've got to imagine that you've got were you a, were you a pop music fan like not like did you like the Beatles but like were you like a, a pop music fan? Before? I do, yeah, I do like pop music for sure. That's but, a but thing. Di- but did you early on? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I but I you know I just like uh, I think I but I um. It's so like that's the hard part. It's like I truly am eclectic. You could yeah. put on like a wide range of music, and I really like it. You know, like I really, you know, um, I just can really get down with like all aspects. And I like, I like the whole thing about like a three-minute pop song. That's like doesn't even have to have like the yeah. the content that you know um, of anything super deep, but it just gets you going. You know, I mean, it's just like one of those kind of like a pop morsel you know or like or like the you know or like appreciating like minimalist art or something you know right. of like oh, yeah. of, of, of the whole yeah, idea you know like just like look at a and... you know a Rothko it's like yeah. one thing yeah you know it's not like a Monet it's like it's like you know it's just a you know a depth and a you know 
uh, color. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, you know. But you could see like the trained eye, or even the non-trained eye could just fall in love with it. You is, know, is it is it? I mean, is it important that you like? I guess either have respect or actually genuinely like an artist that you're writing for. Um, musically, yeah, it matters. Yeah, you know, like sometimes, like I don't like you know there you know there have been times when I'm just like. Okay, I don't care what you do. You're just like you're, you're boring me. Just yeah. like I've been here for five minutes and I don't care. I don't care if I never hear you sing again. As far as far <laughs> as actually like meet, like meeting that person, or yeah, yeah. Sometimes and then there's sometimes where I'm just like this person. I can you know if they're really not formed yet, but I can yeah. really like them and I can see. Yeah, I can see this kernel of something in them. You know, I mean, you know, it's like anything else. All day long. We are looking at people and judging and vibing and going, eh, yeah. you know, and when I show up at a room, I mean, it, it's very rare, but like, you know, there are times when I'm just like, okay, when's lunch, you know? I, I mean, I, I, I've got to imagine that you've got a respect for it that maybe you didn't necessarily have before as far as like what goes into making one of those records too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I have a lot of empathy also for artists, yeah. you know, that I meet and see and or work with that like are going through shit, you know, uh, personally or like in the business, like whether, you know, like, like I said, like when I could see an artist that I know that is right there, like they're right there. Nothing has to be done. And they are in the muck and mire yeah. of like, you know, I don't know if this is going to happen now because, you know, because some fucking idiot waited yeah. too long or put their goddamn stamp on something that took too long. And now the time has passed and they ruined someone's whole fucking career for no reason. <laughs> I was reading, I was reading, some, I can't, I was reading this like book a long time ago and some like weirdly enough, somebody was talking about um, Matchbox 20, the band uh-huh. Matchbox 20. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm not super familiar with their music beyond whatever's on the radio, but he's saying he was listening to like their second record. And then all of a sudden it's clear, like I mean, they're, they're already like a radio friendly band at that point. And the, the guitarist like decided he wanted to be creative, but it wasn't the time or the place for it. And that's, right. I mean, that's kind of one of the issues with this is like once you're, once you're in that pop machine, it's a lot harder, you know, if you haven't already sort of really expressed yourself as an artist, especially like nowadays, um, it's kind of harder to to break out from that once you're in the system to to really kind of express yourself creatively. You mean like the guitar player didn't have a part in writing the songs? Is that what you're yeah? Just in ter- in terms of like you know like it's pretty clear what defined that band, what yeah. made that band successful. Yeah. So they weren't gonna yeah let because them just that person do... had a voice and that lead singer guy you know it was yeah. pretty clear that he you know I think after he did that thing with uh with Santana yeah, yeah. and stuff like it was like ah that's yeah. him you know what I mean I mean I think it's like. You know, it's kind of like, uh, and I think that that also, though, people will, you know, I was just watching this do- documentary of all things on a band called Big Star, and it was like sure. a, a guitar player, yeah. the guitar player in that band, I forget his name, but, you know, uh, Alex Chilton was yeah, a yeah. singer, and... and Well, he he made some interesting career changes, because he was Alex in the box did? tops before yeah, was yeah, like 15. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, but like, this, the guitar player in Big Star was just like, you know, he really put his heart and soul yeah. into crafting that record with... Alex and yeah. the whole thing and he wasn't Chris really Bell. recognized uh, what's that Chris Bell that, yeah, yeah yeah and he wasn't recognized whatever stuff like that I mean I know that like you know in the police like yeah you know uh, what's his name who's the drummer you uh, know um, uh, uh, Copeland Stuart Copeland yeah Stuart yeah. Copeland was like um, 
you know, bent as fuck because yeah. Sting got all the pussy and all the fucking <laughs> accolades, and he wanted some of that for himself, you know. And I think, you know, but I think Sting was clearly, you know, sure. the the writer in that. Shit. But, that, but that's a very different scenario of like that's not quite the George Harrison thing where it's like, oh, I have all these great songs I want to do. He just wanted yeah. to, you know. Well, George fuck. Harrison has a very unique. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> George Harrison has unique things like you know, it's like kind of like you know to be to be a third he really up amazing to a fucking yeah. gunfight with a knife. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like it was like two geniuses yeah. and uh, a sort of genius yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He'd be a genius and anybody yeah he is a genius basically to a lot of people but he was with two super buddha geniuses yeah. you know what i mean like what are you gonna do but I, but i guess what i'm getting at is is sort of because you've seen this you've seen how the the machine the machinery works and and how many like pieces go into making an artist that yeah. like do you think that it's um it's still possible for somebody once they kind of like hit that like you know britney spirit britney spears is a better example than like beyonce for example because like yeah. I don't know. Maybe she, maybe Beyonce is a good example because she moved from like Destiny's Child. But I'm just wondering, like, once you've achieved that certain level and people know you for a certain thing, is it harder for you to express yourself creatively, to be different, to be like David Bowie or something, to really like yeah. make that shift? Well, that's that's the thing. Also, I think that like you know you get uh, that's what everybody's worried about. Sometimes that's what I'm talking about with like you know again, you know, I want to say it's like a, a sore spot or a bone of contention. But like, sure. I don't want to sing another person's fucking song yeah. because that's not what I'm doing. I'm a fucking singer songwriter, and I don't want to fucking sing somebody yeah. else's song because then it seems like oh, I can't write. I sing other people's motherfucking songs. Sure. I don't need motherfuckers' other songs. I got my own songs. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm looking to push out there. So like, if that's what you want and you don't want to fucking sing pop songs you want to sing rock songs to sing rock songs you know because I like, really feel like not... we just like open a nerve just wide open yeah. right there yeah, like, I feel like you're gonna hit me uh, now yeah, yeah no. <laughs> no. Um, I have a very yeah, yeah. powerful command of emotion. Was it? That's was it? Was it? I mean, is it? You know, is it? <laughs> it, it are, do you feel that strongly because people were pushing you in a certain direction early on before you were able to really? No, I just have felt the strain okay. of like you know people picking at you and you yeah, know what yeah, I mean yeah. like you know I don't know if you were here you know 20 minutes ago when I said this is my sixth record deal Do you, I yeah, feel no, like I I'm at a sample sale and people have been pulling yeah. on my fucking legs and arms and stuff going like I'll take that no I'll take you know, yeah, like, yeah. you know it's like hey oh it's connected yeah yeah like we could build a Frankenstein yeah like with I these am different. connected uh. you know like this is my shit you know yeah. and, and we have to artists have to deal with this every fucking day with this stuff because you know like I have a girlfriend who's a singer songwriter and she's great and you know and I don't I try not to interfere and, and you know give her too much like well when I was a kid yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like that kind of bullshit but like but I do encourage her to like let it come you know and let and and before you know like I, I've already had guys that I know you know Swedish motherfuckers that like are hit machine makers <laughs> that like think she's great and want to work with her and I tell her I was like you know go ahead you know do it but like just know that you know you are gonna be there you know they are throwing their fucking stank on you yeah yeah but (laughs) that's but that's a hard want that if you want that yeah yeah well exactly I mean that's a hard thing about giving advice is you know you can only give advice from your own standpoint what did or didn't work for you I mean it doesn't mean it's not it's like she is a totally different type of person kind of like vibe of singer songwriter everything you know so i'm just like do what you want but like for your own you know um i would say to anybody just write as many songs as you can yeah before you really let someone tell you 
how to go about it, you know, because you really like if you can get through to the meat of who you are, it's infinitely more satisfying probably and potentially more lasting. Is there I mean, are you are you happy? I mean, it sounds like you're pretty happy with the current situation. But, you know, would you like, for example, would you go back to would anything ever bring you back to a major label? Um just if I needed the extra added button pushing of the distribution. I mean, you have yeah. to understand I'm also like Vagrant is under the umbrella of BMG. So yeah. it's pretty far reaching. Sure. Yeah, you've got you infrastructure. Yeah. yeah, I do. And uh, so that's really nice. And but, um, you know, I don't I, you know, again, I don't I honestly don't. Um, you know, Warner Brothers did a lot of great things for me. You know, I mean, even, you know, Island After Universal, I wrote songs. It's like there is no one. To be vilified here, you yeah. know, like cl- to, to be well, I'm sure to be are. clear. <laughs> no, but I think, th- yeah. I, yeah, of course, you know. But <laughs> I think that, like, ultimately, there. yeah, ultimately, there's bastards in the world. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, p- look, uh, look around you right now. Obviously, you know. So it's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing. Um, there's nothing going except that it, you know you you learn from all these things and you like you know and you and for me you know and you go through and you just like kind of you know when i was going when um when i knew that like the warner brothers deal was shitting the bed in this and forever for now my record that i spent you know two years on for really no reason um was not going to get the push and the love that it deserved you know i was like that really sucks and you know and like kind of like you know, crawled into a fetal position for, you know, yeah. a couple of days. And then I was like, you know, the only way to get through this and the only thing there is for me is to write more music and not in some kind of, I'm going to write stuff that, that show everybody sure. wrong. You know, yeah. I'm just, I'm just doing what I do. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, the, uh, uh, the basic like ball licking that goes on when mm-hmm. you have some balls, you lick them. Yeah, if they're there, uh, we, we we can close on this because yeah, I've, I've had you for a while. But uh, but well, one more. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want to bring it back around, and then I'm I'm perfectly okay with this. But do, are you where, where you're at right now? Are you are you happy with the with with your level? I mean, uh, of success. You know, is this, is this good? Like what you're doing and I'm how good. You're diversifying no, yourself. I mean, um, I will never stop striving for yeah. more. You know what I mean? Like. And again, it's it's more just as a as a writer, as an artist, you know. Uh, I'm not really um, satisfied ever. So, um, you know, uh, there's a like there's a difference. Um, I think, like I think people put a bad spin or a bad connotation on contentment, yeah. you know. But there's a uh, there's a different type of contentment where that's just like basically just a you know a sense of of being comfortable where you are and grateful for where you yeah. are, you know, it's like the grateful word gets, you know, thrown around a lot, but like, but there is, you know, I think there's a lot of truth to that. You just like kind of keep doing what you're doing. Like they say, do what got you here. And that's yeah. what I'm, I'm into it. You know, and, and you don't, and you don't, we don't want to necessarily com- conflate like success in terms of popularity with um, right. being happy yeah. with what you're doing creatively. Yeah, I mean, when I look around it, like when I walk down a, a street, and I see, you know, all the different ways of life that are going on. Yeah, I think I'm doing really good, good, you know. But, uh, but you know, I'm going to keep going and keep, like, um, writing more songs. I, like, that's what I feel like I can, you know, do in my life, you know. 
Hey everybody, it's uh, very, very jet-lagged. Brian coming at you from uh, from San Francisco. I have been traveling a lot. I was in Europe last week for, for work, was home uh, this Monday for less than less than 20 hours, and, and now in San Francisco. Uh, uh, very, very tired, very, very jet-lagged, and that is why, unfortunately, uh, we, we took a very rare uh, bye week last week. So apologies for, for those of you who are we're waiting for the episode, uh, sitting by your, your your podcast downloading device with bated breath. Uh, we'll be back back on track now, assuming that uh, I ever get some sleep. Um, was in uh, Berlin last week, and uh, I'm out here covering uh, this uh, Apple event uh, so, uh, tomorrow as of the recording of this, and I will be out here for a while. Hopefully, we'll be able to, to grab some, uh, some, grab some uh, interviews as well after hours. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a very, very fun conversation. That was uh, LP Laura Pergolizzi. Uh, really, really uh, fascinating singer-songwriter. Um, you know, she's been, she's put out a couple albums under her own name, and it's just has this fascinating side project of, uh, of, of writing writing songs for, uh, for pop stars uh thank you so much to her for taking the time to do that really enjoyed it thanks to press here for setting up that conversation uh thanks to brian as always for editing the show together thanks to you guys for listening to the program if you like the show if you've been listening all along please consider supporting us on patreon uh we uh, we're, we're not running ads right now we're uh, not making money that way it does, however, cost uh, it costs a bit of money to run a podcast. You know, hosting and, and paying Brian to to do his magic. So uh, consider supporting us over there. Uh, if you can't lend uh, a couple bucks, then uh, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, if you've got any feedback, it's rylcast at gmail You can follow us on Tumblr. That's rylcast.tumblr.com. That is the first and best place to get all of your riyl related information uh like us on facebook i think that's about all i got i am so tired right now i am going to go to sleep but uh stick around because god willing we'll be back just about this time next week with another episode of riyl